Okay. Okay, going back to contemplation 17, which I accidentally read earlier. Now we're going into logical proofs for compassion and love. Why do we want to do that? Contemplation 17. I must stop the pain of others because it's pain. It's like the pain that I feel myself. I must act to help all others because they're living beings. It's like the body that I own. Where's the proof that I need to help others? Why do I need to do this? The proof that compassion and love are reasonable. And Gyaltsabjay presents in the form of classical logic two proofs from Master Shantideva's root text, which show that compassion, which is wanting to remove others' suffering, and love, wanting to bring them happiness, are reasonable attitudes. Gyaltsabjay comments on this with two statements. And logic was originally created by Gautama Buddha. Debates are really tough, and they're meant to provoke you and test you. And in the monastery, they debate for hours and hours a day. And it shows you what you know and where your weaknesses are. If you can do, if you can do it or answer something quickly when someone asks you a really tough question, and you can just answer them easily. So this is in the form of um, like the debate logic. So these are kind of long. Say Semchen Shengi. Dukniel Chuchen. Dukniel Chuchen. Dok Ji Selwar. Dok Ji Selwar. Rikte. Rikte. Dukniel Yinpei Chir. Dukniel Yinpei Chir. Perna Dok Gi Dukniel. No. Okay. Basically, what this is saying, consider, also known as, let's debate. That's how it starts. Consider the suffering of other beings. It's right for me to remove it because it's suffering. For example, it's like my own suffering. And this point is really profound, and it goes right over our head. Enlightened beings don't feel our suffering. They know we're suffering, but their reaction is some kind of really sweet compassion. They want to take it away. And so we don't let this idea just go over our head. Something is something. Suffering is something that both of us are responsible to remove wherever it's located. Everyone who's practicing the Bodhisattva path. If it happens to be inside your border or outside of your border, it's totally irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Suffering is something to fight against wherever it's located. Just forget the distinction between you and me and other people. And then any suffering that comes up is completely unacceptable, unbearable. 
it's as if it was hurting me. And we can forget the as if, it's if it is hurting me. So no as if, it is hurting me. And it's a very profound idea. Any suffering going on is something that I have to attack. Any suffering at all. It's artificial to say that someone else is suffering and I, it's artificial to say that that is someone else's suffering and I don't have to work on it. It's infinitely more wise to say that everyone's suffering is unacceptable. In Buddhist logic, Um, we have to remove all the suffering regardless of where it exists. So we've said that we're gonna, we want to end all suffering. We want to reach Buddhahood for the benefit of every living being so that we can end their suffering. What we have to do is just forget the borders of our own skin. When others have pain, we have to rectify the problem as though it's our pain. Not as though, because it's our pain. The thought, but it's not my pain, is foolish and only arbitrary based on our own correct, incorrect view. We cannot put up with suffering in any mental continuum. Any close friends who seem to be having a mental affliction, it's our responsibility to help them remove it. Why? Because sooner or later, it'll be causing you as much suffering as it's causing them. If someone close to you is having a mental affliction, you sometimes think it's okay, at least, you know, at least it's not me. No big deal. But sooner or later, it'll hurt everyone. Any suffering in the world hurts everyone. And until we do this, we'll never reach enlightenment. We won't be happy, it won't happen. We have to forget this idea that there's a limit around me. We have to practice where any pain or mental affliction is completely unacceptable. Doesn't matter if it's within these borders or outside, it's all me. Ultimately, what other people are is just dependent on our conceptions. Second, this one's kind of long too. Say Semchen Shen. Gi Dewa. Chu Chen. Dak Gi. Drupar Rikte. Semchen. Paropo. Semchen Yin. Par cheer. Perna duck. Gilu. Shinno. Consider the happiness of others. It's right that I should work to achieve it because that person over there is a person. For example, it's like how I bring happiness to my own body. Bringing happiness to others is the way to make yourself happy. And really that's the only proof that you need. 
if someone's suffering, you have to relieve them of their suffering. And this idea is, very, is really sacred, special, holy, and it's really difficult to imagine. It's kind of beyond us that it doesn't really land. And we, we can't really quite grasp it, but we have to try to bring happiness to other people because it's the same thing as making ourselves happy. And we can start to get that idea if, we, if we've expanded our borders. And maybe we don't, maybe we have to in order to be able to practice that other people are me. But if other people are me, So if other people are me, then I am taking care of my own happiness. And so I'm just going to be creating more and more happiness. I kind of lost where I was going with that point. Basically, we have to also, we have to completely forget the fact that we're not going to directly feel the pleasure that they feel. We will still feel something that's not going to be the same. And we have to work to create happiness anywhere it can exist. To bring any tiny little happiness to someone's mind, wherever we can. And think that it's our pleasure and it's our honor to create it. It doesn't matter if it's another person because you're the same. They're the same as me. And we could experience so much more happiness if we weren't limited by my body and my experience. So I think where I was going is if the cause of our own happiness is taking care of other people's happiness, which is what Buddhism teaches, then even if we don't quite see other people as me, if we're taking care of their happiness, we're still planting the seeds for our own happiness to come. So it doesn't matter if we're really seeing them as me or not. If we're not quite there yet, we're practicing trying to get there. But if the cause of our happiness is helping other people get what they want, we're still planting the seeds for our own happiness whenever we're taking care of other people. And in, a, in another way, too, we can be liberated from our own skin and our own concerns. And we can impact the happiness of everyone. So we're not just stuck with, like, the boundaries of our own self, of what we define it as. We just, we're just going around trying to create happiness and not bound by self or myself. And we just try it on a small level. Imagine what would make another person happy, especially if you'd have to give it up yourself. What would make them happy? How can I help them? And just try it for a week. See how it feels. Purposely go take some happiness, something you really want, and plant it for someone else. Give it to someone else. And what will happen, our whole life will be happy. We'll have anything that we need. Everyone 
it seems like is trying to get something that they want and they can't get it. There's nothing to make us happy out there trying to get it that way. But doing it this way is what will make us happy. Offer it to someone else and then just sit back and enjoy. And we can get this idea of tinkering with others' brains or other people's lives and thinking, what would be the best way to get happiness for someone else? How can I get that for them? And then there's one more proof. And Master Shanti Deva says, it's wrong to do the opposite of what I've described, to only work for your own happiness. It breaks all the laws of nature and logic. You're struggling against your own mind and your culture telling you it's right to only take care of number one. We hear that all over. We're not responsible for homeless people. TV tells us this, magazines, schools, what our parents told us. It's, it's really hard to overcome. We're told we have to take care of ourselves. And we have to take care of ourselves first or no one else is going to. And it's not how it works. The democracy of love and compassion. Now Master Shantideva presents two famous reasons why it's very wrong to work only for your own happiness and to remove only your own suffering. Okay, the first one, say Dak Dang Shen. Nika Dewa, Dupar Sungpa. I and others are exactly the same in that we both want happiness. And this idea too, it's totally beyond us. It doesn't strike us really or affect us. We're not really capable of hearing it. But if you just start practicing it, it starts sinking in more and more. It starts to make more and more sense. At first, you're just doing it, but it'll start to grow over time. And what Geshe says, if we were really ready to hear this, we would burst out crying at this point. If it's true, so and it is true, everybody's the same. So why just take care of you? What's wrong with you? You know, why do that? Oh, because I can feel it, you know, which is bad reasoning. I take care of myself because I'm the only one who can feel what I feel. Everybody, everybody seems to want the same things. And so in that way, it's, it's kind of sick and improper. There's something wrong with us. Why are we doing this? There's no difference between you and other people, so why are we behaving that way? So it's stupid to only take care of yourself. We're all the same. Why would we only take care of ourselves? We're all the same. The second one, say Dak Dung. Shen Nika. Dukniel. Mindu Par. Yeah. Sumpa. 
I and others are exactly the same and that we don't want pain. So why are you only caring about one person's pain? Why are we doing that? Master Shanti Deva is very adamant at this point. He says, <coughs> is there something wrong with you? Are you sick? Are you crazy? Why do you only respond to one person's pain and not the other millions in pain? <clears throat> He's very adamant about it. He says, you have the power to decide. So if you say that her pain and mine are different, then we'll never be happy. It just won't come. Worse than that, we never will help others be happy. We'll never be able to do that if we think that we're separate. We'll never be happy. We'll never make others happy until we destroy the boundaries between ourselves and others. And the, the arguments tonight have been very profound. They may not strike us like that, but if we keep practicing them and keep remembering them over and over, they will. We have to practice visualizing what it would be like to help others avoid pain and get happiness and then start with small actions and carry it out. Just always keep in mind, I'm here to help people. That's my purpose. And then it also, things are more exciting and magical. We're not just going to work or we're not just going to hang out with a friend or, you know, something like that. We're going, like, how can I serve this person? How can I help them? And it's way more fun. And we have to start tonight. We have to look at some other person and think, what kind of pain do they have? What kind of happiness can I help them get? I'll take care of it. And it's liberating, and it's the key to the, to the whole path. Even if we do it just a little bit, it'll make us a lot happier. Even if, for some reason, there's no enlightenment, it's still the best way to live, and it's a lot more fun. So what we do is begin to plan and then execute small happinesses for other people just in any way that we're capable of. Do it with the thought, they are me. That person is part of my body, and I'm just taking care of myself. Because we have a lot of experience in that, you know? Okay. 
don't quite get the, the meditation assignment given what we studied tonight. Okay, so we'll end with meditation. Do you have any questions? <laughs> just like we did in the beginning. Start with the forehead and relax and smooth out the body. Let go of tension. Bring to mind someone that you care a lot about. <coughs> bring them vividly to mind and bring up that attachment as much as you can. If something happened to them, you may be devastated. feeling strongly and then letting the image of them dissolve back into the space of your mind. feel neutral towards. If you never saw them again, you may not even think about it. If they won the lottery, your, your heart may barely move. Just neutral. And bring up that feeling of neutrality towards them. Just don't really care either way. 
let that person dissolve into the space of your mind. And bring up someone you have difficulty with. Maybe they've done some great wrong to you or someone else. And you feel strong aversion towards them, dislike. Just bringing up that feeling, not getting carried away in the storyline. of this person dissolve into the space of your mind. And bring all three people. Person you love, person you feel neutral towards, your enemy. Look at the person that you love and realize they want to be happy. They want to be free from suffering. That's what motivates them. They do want these things. neutral person. They want to be happy. They also want to be free from suffering. And the enemy they also want to be happy. They want to be free from pain and suffering. Everything they do is motivated by that. focus to ourselves. I want to be free from suffering. I want to be happy. We're all the same. Myself, the person I love, the person I feel indifferent towards, my enemy. We're all the same. that way they're all me. I can feel myself expanding my idea of me. 
now includes these three people. We're all the same. We want happiness to be free of suffering. And of course, I have to take care of anything that they want, anything they're trying to avoid. I have to help them because they're me. Now, my idea of me surrounds four people. And just get that sense of relief thinking that it's almost like a feeling of freedom. too. I get to take care of them. And let the three beings dissolve into the space of your mind. dedication in mind to reach full Buddhahood in this life for the benefit of all beings. Sashi Puki Chikshin Tampa Puni Toparshur. 